What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When I was at school, I remember being told off by a teacher. The reason? I was swinging back on my chair. This was something I enjoyed doing, but I never did it again after that day. Not when the teacher told me. You see, she didn't just tell me off for swinging, she added a story to it. She said, Peter, don't you know that a few years ago a little boy called Sean Flynn was swinging on his chair, just like you are now. But he pushed himself back a little bit too far. And you know what happened? Physics, Peter. The back two legs of the chair tipped, and the weight of his body that had been keeping him forward now switched and sent him backwards at great speed, and he came crashing down. Now, she said, seeing as you like to swing on your chair, how about you look behind you? Go on, turn around. I did, along with the entire class. We could all tell what she was pointing at. Can you see that metal radiator just there? Her voice was cold and solemn. The one with the sharp edges. We all nodded and we all winced. Well, that's the very corner where Sean Flynn struck the back of his head. Very hard indeed. And you know what happened next? He split his head open and you could clearly see a gaping crack in his skull as he lay on the floor. So you just remember that, Peter, and the rest of you. The next time you swing on your chair, spare a thought for Sean Flynn. For the next few days, all four legs of every chair would be solidly locked to the classroom floor. But as I got older, somebody shared a similar warning. I'd been messing around on my BMX bike and was told that some other kid did that and fell. He cracked his head open too, only this time everybody could see his brain apparently sliding out onto the pavement. It made me think, hmm, really? And did Sean Flynn even exist? Or could he be another example of morbid modern folklore? Tonight on Frightful, we explore the urban legends of awful accidents. The tricky thing about urban legends is that when you first hear them, you never truly know if they're real or not. And even when you hear the same tale in different parts of the world repeated, there's always that niggling doubt, that question, what if it really did happen? And there are so many of these stories to choose from. I can vividly remember two further warnings I got at school. The first was unpleasant, the second gave me actual nightmares. The first one I heard in gym class when we turned up at the playing fields one morning to learn a new athletic skill, the javelin. Before we were allowed to pick up these risky looking spears, we were told about the foolish boy who messed around with a javelin a few years ago at this very school no less. He threw it without properly looking where he was aiming, said the teacher, and he spiked another student through the throat. I had a feeling this might not be true, but I looked at the pointed end and thought, could be plausible. I certainly wouldn't want that thrown like a dart towards my throat, so I was careful. The other tale was the one that really got to me. I heard it when I was a little older, waiting for an exam to start. Like everybody, I was nervous, but 
What really didn't help was when one of my friends said I couldn't possibly be as stressed as another student from a nearby school. Why? I said. What do you mean? Oh, my friend said. Last year, this kid was doing his exams and his parents were pressuring him to get an A. But when he turned the paper over, he realized that all the questions were on topics he hadn't revised for and he knew he'd fail and that was not an option. So what did he do? I asked. Didn't you hear about it? He took the one thing he had at the desk with him, his pencil, and then he gently pushed it halfway up his left nostril. Go on, I said. And then he laced both of his hands behind his head and he slammed his face into the desk. The pencil punctured his brain and he was dead instantly. That story horrified me. And maybe it was because I knew how stressful exams could be. Maybe it was true. But then a few years later, I shared this story with a friend at university. He came from a completely different part of the country. And when I told him the tale, he frowned and said, wow, the same thing happened at a school near me too. An urban legend or a grim and scattered reality? You don't only find these urban folk tales at school, they're everywhere. Like the story which warns gardeners of the risks of cutting corners in that tale, it's said that a man finished mowing his lawn and couldn't be bothered to get the shears to manually snip the top of his hedge. So he lifted the lawnmower with his bare hands, hovered it over the hedge, and hollered to his wife to flick the switch. One second later, his fingers were flying in all directions. Or how about the common myth that exists among US students who say that if you get run over by a student bus, your university will waive your tuition fees? This is not true. As Miranda's son found out at the University of Illinois, she tweeted, I finally achieved what every single college student in America has dreamed of, yet can only hope will happen to them. That's right, I got run over by a bus on campus. She was rather disappointed when she learned that this policy was nothing but an urban legend. Unless you live underground and have no calendar, you're probably aware that the holiday season is almost upon us. It's a wonderful time of the year, of course, but have you noticed how exhausting it can be with all the busyness and the preparations? Well, you're going to need some little breaks from the holiday action to catch your breath and have a bit of fun for yourself. And you might find that playing Best Fiends is the perfect pick-me-up. Best Fiends is a great game. It's got stacks of puzzles and collectibles, but I love how it's got an actual storyline too. Plus, you can play it anywhere, even without Wi-Fi. So if your Christmas plans do indeed take you underground or up to some distant mountain retreat, you can keep on playing. And with literally thousands of levels, more being added all the time, you can have plenty of opportunities to breathe in this busy holiday season. So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or on Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Imagine that you were walking across a high bridge and then you noticed that there were gaps along the way. You wouldn't ignore that, would you? You'd realize that for the bridge to be strong, you're going to need to fill those gaps in. Well, why do we therefore ignore gaps in our diet too when we know that that can be a bridge to good health? I mean, did you know that 97% of women aged 19 to 50 aren't getting enough vitamin D in their diet and 95% aren't getting enough of their key omega-3s? Well, Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin is helping women fill those nutritional gaps in. It's based on exhaustive research and a clinical trial 
showing that ritual can help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and also provides antioxidant support. I always heard about people taking vitamins and never really thought about it for me until this year, where I've started to make them part of my everyday life. It's a small but very effective way to fill the gaps in, get my body moving towards the best health. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com forward slash frightful and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com forward slash frightful. Other accounts are much more bizarre. Like a story from the Los Angeles Times about a wildfire that struck California. In the aftermath, the fire authorities were searching through the scorched landscape when they found something rather strange up a tree. A scuba diver was stuck in the branches, still wearing his flippers and mask and an oxygen tank. He was 12 miles from the ocean. What on earth happened? After he was examined, it was found that he hadn't even died from fire or smoke inhalation, but from catastrophic internal damage. Authorities pieced the evidence together and realized that on the day of the fire, helicopters with huge buckets attached had been deployed to the nearest ocean to scoop up large quantities of water. This unlucky diver just happened to be under the surface at the precise moment the chopper picked him up. And then he was flown 12 miles to a raging fire and dumped directly into it from midair. What a way to go. The Department of Forestry confirmed that this story never really happened and that it tends to surface every few years from one source or another. But it makes you wonder that if you were to cycle back through the tellings and retellings of this tale, would you find a real incident at the start? Accident legends are shocking, but in a way they have a noble aim. They try to scare us into keeping safe, but sometimes they just scare us. Like the story of the worker at the United Parcel Service in the US. He was welding when for a brief moment he lifted his welding goggles to adjust his welding rod. He accidentally hit some metal and sparked an electrical arc. Two men were present at this incident, but they didn't feel anything at the time. Yet that night, at home, the two men independently got ready for bed. But when they removed their contact lenses, they shrieked in agony. You see, the arc had generated a microwave pulse that had dried up all fluid between the eyeball and the contact lens, bonding the lens to the cornea. This is a painless phenomenon that is not noticed until the lens is removed. And when the two men did that, they tore their corneas off with it, resulting in instant, painful blindness. Now, if you wear contacts and are now terrified, try to relax. Versions of this story have cropped up in multiple places with little evidence of its reality. So maybe it never happened anywhere. Though I suppose there could always be a first time. One particularly popular tale involves a railway switchman who was working on the tracks. One of the rail cars rolled towards him and pinned him against another. The bumpers pushing so hard that they coupled and sliced through most of his midriff. Horrified colleagues discovered him and they knew that the pressure of the cars was the only thing that was keeping his body together and alive. It was a hideous dilemma. The moment they tried to extract him or move any of the rail cars even an inch, he would either bleed to death or literally fall apart. The rail worker was conscious through all of this, the shock and adrenaline numbing the pain. 
and so he asked that his wife and children be brought to the scene for a tearful goodbye. Then the supervisor gave the order for the cars to be uncoupled, and the man, as expected, bled to death. Some accident legends have a thread of morbid humor about them, like the factory worker who complained that the industrial machine he was using almost sliced his finger off by demonstrating with his hand and accidentally sliced it off for real. Whoops. But some are more creepy and somber. Did you know that it is rumored that some unfortunate workers are still entombed within the cement of the Hoover Dam? Though sometimes it's said that that's happened in other large famous construction sites. Is it true or is it not true? We live in a world of misinformation. Whether we read it online or overhear it muttered in a coffee shop, we must show caution when we hear stories that claim to be real. Yet even though we know deep down that urban myths are probably just myths, the power of urban legends is that despite their sometimes wild and wacky scenarios, we know that sometimes truly bizarre accidents really do happen. Like the man in Ontario, Canada, who was working at the top of a high building when he made the fatal mistake of holding a piece of plywood above his head. A gust of wind turned the wood into a wing and he was suddenly blown with force off the side of the building where he plummeted to his death. It said that that one is not an urban legend at all. It was real. But how can we know? Perhaps it's best to assume that these tales are real. After all, it's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? So listen carefully. I'll say this only once. Stop swinging on your chair. <laughs> 